Well, hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Content Collective podcast, hosted by myself, Lauren. I'm a wedding planner, stylist, and owner of Bluebird Creative, but most importantly, a creative entrepreneur. I am all about creating a life worth living. This podcast is for the creative entrepreneur. We are all about having honest and real conversations to support, empower, and connect a community of movers and shakers ready to evolve. I'll be lifting the lid on the realities of running a business, sharing knowledge, experience, and tools to help you turn your passion to profit, as well as incredible, inspiring stories from our guests. My business success soared once I got myself visible online and in front of the right audience, becoming the number one UK wedding planner on YouTube. So let's get you visible, productive, and on track to creating a life that you truly love. Well, hello, you lovelies, and welcome back to another episode of the Content Collective podcast. I am so excited you're here. Thanks for joining me. Guys, this one is full of juicy goodness, loads of like little gems of wisdom. So get that notepad. I am diving into some systems some processes and strategy that I use. So this one is just full of so much actionable stuff. I think you're going to like it. Go grab a coffee. Let's dive in. Right, guys, we're going to be talking productivity hacks and how to stop wasting time. Okay. One of the most frequent things that I get asked on Instagram in my DMs is, How do you do it all, Lauren? And I don't know, is what I've always thought. Is my answer is like, I don't know. What do you mean, how do I do it all? Do we not all work as, in the same manner? Obviously, we don't. And I think it comes down to my productivity. I mean, I know it comes down to my productivity. And I have loads of systems and processes in place to keep me organized. You know, my ADHD brain is like zing, 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 zing. It's literally all over the shop. And it probably does contribute to my productivity. It also hinders it as well. So that's like kind of like a tug of war in itself. But I have learned to put systems in place to manage that. And I think it then just turns it into like a whole superpower of being super productive and getting loads of shit done. And like I say, I always have people going, I don't know how you're doing it all. So let me open the curtain or whatever the saying is. We all know by now I'm suck at sayings. So I'm going to say, pull back the curtain as uh, Joseph and his Technicolor dream coat would say. <laughs> and um, oh dear, sorry. <laughs> and uh, give you a little bit of insight into my productivity hacks. So first of all, if you haven't listened to it, make sure you listen to my episode on goal setting. I think it was the last one of season three, but we will link it in the show notes for you. Um, That is actually one of the most listened to podcast episodes as well. Just thought I'd share that, that fact with you, which is really interesting. So you guys love a goal set don't you? But anyway, that is where I start. I do my annual goal setting. That is super, super important. If you're not doing it, why are you not doing it, guys? Why? (laughs) I'll just leave it there. Why are you not doing it? You need to be doing it. How do you know where you're going if you haven't written your path or where you want to get to? You need to know where you want to get to, and then you can mark out the path. If you don't know your destination, then... You're literally driving blind. And that just seems a little bit bonkers to me. The path will change, but, you know, try and have a destination in mind. So write those annual goals out. 
Then I break down into quarterly goals. And so we're basically breaking down those annual goals into quarterly goals so that it's more manageable steps because we don't want that overwhelm. Yeah. So we're just breaking it down into smaller and smaller chunks. And that is essentially what I'm about to talk you through is just constantly breaking each thing down into smaller chunks. Okay. So we've gone from here. So I'm doing some weird hand thing right now. My hands are getting smaller and smaller. Um, I then have recently started on my whiteboard in my office. I split it up into four sections and that is my monthly whiteboard. So what I was finding was I was pretty good at the weekly and daily tasks, but actually I wasn't being very good at like managing what needed to be done across the month. So I'm very much of a mindset. If there's a task that needs to be done, I'm I'm basically trying to time block everything into it that week which is just stupid. And because I'm quite an immediate person. So I I feel like I need to do it all. If it's on my list, I have to do it all. I have to do it all now. So this again is me trying to put systems in, in place to help my brain work better as well. It's actually worked really, really well. So this monthly whiteboard is right. What needs to happen across the next month what tasks are coming up what meetings are coming up what's happening so I split the board into four and I have my list of things that are all coming up this month so there's all the regular things like how many podcasts need to be written how many need to be recorded how many need to be edited uploaded and then the emails sent out for that all needs to be written and scheduled across a month same with YouTube written recorded edited uploaded a newsletter so those things are happening within the business every single month as is reels as is all our social media content graphics that are be, being created so I write all that down on the monthly list and then I look at any meetings that I have across that month and any tasks that I know that I need to do and that gets added onto the list so as you can imagine that list is disgusting <laughs> it's horribly big and quite overwhelming and what I would do beforehand is just sort of be picking stuff off in an, in an urgent matter, not matter, manner. And I was productive, but I wasn't being as productive as I could be until I started this kind of like whiteboard situation, grid, I'm going to call it. So I then sat with my list and I'm trying to think of other things that would be on that monthly list. So for example, I'm looking at my whiteboard now as I'm recording this episode. I know that I want to do some work on my website and update it and add some more testimonials. And I've got some sort of deep business work that I want to do. So I've written that on the list. Then I've got things, like I've got a client design that I need to work on this month. So that's on the list. And then any full plan client work that we're doing, kind of writing the tasks that we want to achieve this month on that list as well. Any coordinations that we're starting, that's on the list. So for those of you that aren't wedding industry based, coordination is when we're working with someone from six weeks out. Full plan is when we're planning their wedding from start to finish, just to give you a bit of insight. So that might be some of the things that you would find on my monthly task list. But I then look at the urgency of it and I split that up across those four weeks and write them on the board, week commencing, whatever the Monday is, and I write what I need to achieve because then I can actually see, is that doable? And do I need to do it in that week or can I do that in week four? Oh, I can actually do that in week four because week one is looking very heavy and I've got so many meetings on or site visits or I'm out of the office office two days. So I'm not going to be able to fit all those tasks in. So honestly, that board has been game changing. And no, I don't complete everything every week, but there is wiggle room to shift things around to the next week. And as the week progresses, I might look and go, right, 
I'm struggling with time this week. I'm doing pretty well, but I can see that task, for example, I can see on my board here from last week, book June wedding site visits. I didn't do it last week. I moved it to this week because it wasn't crucial. And I know that I can fit that in this week. So that works really, really well. And then it's moving into the weekly task list. And this is when you start to get really productive. So you've written down what you want to achieve in the week, but you could still, if that was as far as you went, you could still be really, really wishy-washy, dilly-dally and not overly productive. You've still got to hone it down. I'm doing these weird hand movements again. Sorry, guys. Um, It's the evening, just to give you a bit of context. I couldn't record like earlier today because um, my recording platform took about six hours to upload my final guest recording. So I'm now having to record in the evening and it is currently eight o'clock at night and I think I've gone a bit doolally. So apologies, but come with me on my doolally-ness. Anyway, taking it down. So we're going from month and we're going down into weekly planning now. So I do this either every Monday morning or sometimes I'll come and do it sort of over the weekend, I'll just come and sit at my desk for 15 minutes. It literally takes me 15 minutes to just look at my diary across the week. And actually, sometimes I'll do it on a Friday as I'm closing my laptop sort of for the week. I'll then plot out the next weeks. In fact, I've started doing that more and more and more. So I'm not having to do it at the weekend. But then I know what to expect next week. And all my meetings would have been booked in. So I can then have a look at the week. Where have I got times? Right. And I'll start planning out what I plan to do each day across the whole week. So that monthly board is obviously split into weekly segments because we've got the quarter box. And then when I'm looking at my weekly plan, I'm essentially blocking out every day with tasks. And that's the time blocking. So on Friday, I look at the week ahead and I go, okay, so for example, this week, so today is Monday evening and I had in my diary this morning, I had a guest podcast recording. So I've got that blocked out. I then have blocks in my calendar with each task I intend to do on each day. So today had said record episode nine and 11 solo pods, which obviously didn't end up happening because there was a technical error. So I'm recording it this evening and that's fine. I then looked at the other tasks in the week and I swapped it around. It then said to edit, which obviously I couldn't do. This is not a very good example because I hadn't been able to record. But again, I switched it out with something for tomorrow. So I'm going to edit tomorrow. Tomorrow, I've got blocked out that I'm traveling to a co-working space. I've got that in the diary. That is an hour out of my diary, out of my day. It is blocked in. Then I've got a meeting first thing. Then I have another meeting at 11 till 12. Then from 12 o'clock, I think I've blocked in that I'm doing some profit forecasting for an hour. And then from one o'clock, I think I've got booked in that I'm starting a design. No, I'm doing the editing for this episode now. And then later in the evening when I get back, oh, then I've got the travel in. And then later in the evening, I'm starting a client design. So it is all literally mapped out. Every single day, you'll see one to two hour kind of segments with the task written in and what I plan on achieving. And I leave like half an hour gaps here and there because I'll sometimes run over or things will have to change or, you know, I need the toilet and I need a break. 
So, which I'm not actually great at giving myself breaks. That's one thing I'm not very good at, but I'm trying. And by putting it in the diary, it's almost a prompt to say, go have a break, make another cup of coffee, go and have a snack, go and just go downstairs and then come back upstairs and just take your eyes away from the screen. So I kind of am am making sure that those gaps are in there too. And having a couple of gaps, like a couple of like one hour gaps here and there throughout the week is also really good because it allows for overflow. If something's come in that you hadn't intended to come in and it's pushed something else, you kind of can move things around. And it's flexible. I'm always changing what I'm doing like and sliding it around. But it's so freaking productive, guys. Time blocking is so freaking productive. I cannot tell you. So that is how, that is like my number one productivity hack. So it's getting all the goals and it's just, basically breaking it down from annual to quarterly to monthly using the whiteboard method. Gonna, gonna, gonna trademark that, the whiteboard method. And then uh, into the weekly and the daily time blocking. And honestly, game changer, absolute game changer. It also helps keep me and my brain focused. Having a long to-do list, I'll just pick the stuff that I want to do instead of actually plotting it in, like, no, this has to be done. So you're doing this Monday because you've got enough time. You can actually look at your diary and see what's realistic. If you've just got a really long list, you do not know how realistic it is. How long is it going to take you when you're plotting it into a calendar and into a diary? The reality is there staring you in the face. You only have two hours to do that task or 30 minutes or whatever it is. So then you get to the end of the day, you filled it out. You've got five tasks left on the list and you're like, oh, that wasn't realistic, was it? Okay, where can I find time to do that? So you're just managing your time so much better, guys. So if you're not trying this, I I urge you to try it out. I had a coaching client that I was working with last year and it was so funny. I was like, please just try time blocking. Like we, we worked through it and she kind of pushed a few times and was like, I just, I don't know. And we got on a call the month after. So we used to have a monthly call and we got on the call the month after she decided to give it a go. And the first thing she said was, oh my God, she was like game changer, absolute game changer. I was so chuffed that she actually decided to give it a go. And the fact that she really just felt the benefits of doing it. It was brilliant and so nice that I was able to sort of help facilitate that as well. So another thing for productivity for me is Trello. And yes, I talk about Trello all the time. I love it. Trello is used in so many ways in our business, but it's more sort of project management and um, and team kind of like planning. So I use a Trello board for my inquiry process. Like from the minute that somebody comes into my funnel, they go into my Trello board and I track that throughout the whole process. And I have labels and tags and all sorts of things in there. And that keeps me really organized so I don't lose what's going on with a potential client or with with an inquiry. We use Trello for all our social media activity, all our strategy planning. And we also use Trello for all our internal sort of like project management and team management. So I have one particular board that is for the whole team and everybody has a different bucket and they have different tasks in there. And I can oversee as a business owner and see what's happening when things are due to be finished, whether somebody is in the process of finishing it, whether or 
process of doing it, whether it's been completed and so on. And the reason I've pulled this kind of into productivity is because it just means that you're able to manage all your projects in a more time efficient manner. And I do think that's a productivity hack. Instead of sort of just being across emails, can you do da-da-da-da-da? You're visually seeing it. You're seeing where people are at. You can see due dates, checklists, like communication. It makes it so much easier. You know, and and even if it is like, for example, the inquiry process, it's just there. You don't have to kind of hold on to that information in your brain. And, And again, like me, I don't hold on to information in my brain. So I have to have everything out I love the fact that it's got colored labels as well because I uh, respond really well to different colors. It helps sort of me remember things. So yeah, I just think it's absolutely brilliant. It's got labels, you know, different like the systems, the processes in that. It just works really, really nicely. So those are my two massive top tips for productivity is the time blocking and sort of project tracking as such in Trello. So hopefully, I mean, time blocking would work for everyone and the project management inside of Trello, I think would, actually, I think that would work for everyone too. (laughs) And it's free. It's free. I mean, I don't have it free because I have quite a few people in my team now where we have to pay for boards and, and all the things. But if it's just you and your business or you're just putting one guest on a board, for example, it's absolutely free. So it's it's such a fantastic tool and I highly, highly recommend it, recommend it. And I used it for free for years. Um, so yeah, I think it's brilliant. Anyway, guys, um, I will leave you there with the productivity hacks. I just wanted to quickly mention that if you haven't already joined our mailing list, then please do if you are enjoying these podcast episodes. We are having a little shake up on the mailing list and we are going to be providing you with so much value in your inbox every week, as well as lots of advice, lots of tips. And obviously you guys are the VIP. So you'll be in the know with everything that's happening on the Content Collective. And trust me, guys, there is a lot happening this year. And I'm freaking excited about it. So please come and join us in the mailing list and be part of this amazing, lovely community. And if you haven't already, then please do share this podcast on your stories. It really, really, really does mean the world to us, guys. I cannot tell you. Honestly, I put my heart and soul into this podcast and making sure that I can find you some incredible guests. And without you sharing it and without us being able to grow, then we can't continue to do this podcast. So the more eyeballs that see our podcast that then come and listen to our podcast really does help us keep going, keep pulling in amazing guests for you. And if you haven't already written a review, then I would absolutely love that as well, because it does exactly the same thing. It keeps us being able to bring you this podcast for free, which is, you know, if you like listening to it, then that's a winner, isn't it? So thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll be back next week with some more juicy gems and some goodness for you in your ears. So until then, guys, have a good one. See you on the next one. As always, I loved bringing you inspiring stories, juicy gems of wisdom and some positivity into your week to give you the right mindset. If you haven't already, guys, then make sure you join the mailing list for more knowledge and tips as well as community announcements for networking events and much more. 
Don't forget to follow the show over on Instagram at bluebird underscore content collective. And of course, if you enjoyed listening to our podcast, then please do hit follow and leave us a five-star review. Those reviews help us keep doing what we're doing and bringing you the episodes that you love. Have a great week, guys. See you on the next one.